Good morning and welcome fellow sovereigns. And firstly, a perhaps apology. Um, so my story yesterday, Evie didn't quite understand whether uh, Kevin had gone back to his to Marie or gone back to his old girlfriend. So if I didn't explain that properly, maybe I need to tell the story again, let me know. And the other thing I just heard a wee joke. So this um, Jewish chap, young man, really wanted to know, was the sun more important than the moon? So he went on to his rabbi and asked him, which is the most important, the sun or the moon? And the rabbi said, oh, my son, of course, it's the moon, because at night it's dark and we need the light to shine. So that's very, very helpful. However, the sun, I mean, it's already light during the day, so we don't need the sun. <laughs> That's the joke. However, it does remind us we've been we need both. We need both the moon and the sun. And I quite like the Maori word for the moon. So in Maori the 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 sun or day as an Egyptian is Ra R A and the moon is Marama. So Ma M A means clear or white or shining so marama the moon is the light on either side of the sun marama it's <laughs> like that so <clears throat> i think we need to remind us that we're actually here for a purpose and i have this very very strange theory not many people hold it the theory is that we're all needed that we're not born here for nothing and so some people obviously are very famous, I don't know, musicians and actors and politicians and business people and whatever, activists and all that. And there's people that need to fit that niche. And there's other neat people that need to fit the other niches. So every film star, every pop, what do you call it, idol, needs backup singers, needs sound technicians, needs organizers and managers and roadies and people to carry the stuff and... So everyone's needed. And I'm reminded at the moment with this horrendous situation in Napier that um, everybody's can play a part. So at the moment they've run out of body bags, they've run out of morgues, so they're now sending bodies off in sheets and sacks to other centres like Palmerston North and that. Um, it's, yeah, the news is getting out. It's being withheld, but it's slowly people are realising and to help, there's a whole lot of people have stepped in. So, for example, the an ex-mayor of Tauranga, he's a businessman, he's rallied his financial and organising resources, and he's organising trucks, or had been organising trucks every day to go down over to the Napier area. The Tauranga Aero Club, all these volunteers are flying the aeroplanes with supplies in there. And I think, as far as I know, the trucks and the aeroplanes are coordinating. So the trucks are taking goods as far as they can. The aeroplanes are taking them into places where the roads have disappeared. And so anyone can take, go and buy some groceries and take them down to the aero club and they will be sent to the people over in the Hawke's Bay where the horrendous stuff's going on. And then there's, I notice there's another group of people that are, if you like, collecting 
acting up cats, washing them and feeding them and putting photos of them on the social media so that the people can find their cats again. And so, yeah, we need medics, we need food, we need um, connections. Uh, Kerry Woodham, for example, she's a radio host. She's been allowing the information to get out there. So there is a part to play for everybody, whether it's just to buy three cans of food and take it down to the aero club, whether it's to drive the trucks, whether it's to fly the planes, whether it's to go in there as a, a doctor because medics are going in there. So whether it's to collect dogs and horses and post them up on Facebook so people can be reunited with their uh, animals. There's a thousand different functions going on right now. And people are just rallying and doing all sorts of things. And people who can't physically do anything are praying. And other people are sending the information around. And that mad weatherman, Robert Douche, who has been incredibly accurate, he predicted that, what are we today, two days ago anyway, that in Waipa there would be uh, 100.7, uh, whatever it is, of rain, millimetres is it, our weather office predicted 50, um, they had 100.7. So Robert has proved to be incredibly accurate on everything. And whether that's the Turkish earthquake, the Wellington earthquake, the horrendous storm that they had in Auckland, uh, whatever that was, two weeks ago, the two storms that they've had in uh, the Hawke's Bay, Gisborne areas, um, and a thousand other things. So Robert, the crazy American, he predicted the whole stuff going on in um, Turkey and Syria, the earthquakes, the Ohio tragedies around the world. So Robert's got his part to play, telling the world what's going on beforehand. And he's enabled a lot of people in the Hawke's Bay and Gisborne areas, for example, to fill their bathtubs with water because now there's some people who haven't had water for 19 or 20 days, is it? So they're living on that. So there's an awful, so there's a lot of people chipping in in their own way. You may not be able to drive a truck or fly an aeroplane. You may not be a doctor. You may not be a businessman with the resources to marshal other things like money and things. But there is something that each one of us can do. And praying, who knows how, maybe it's more effective. We don't know, but if you can do it, we can do it. And that's in any part of the world. It's not the only trouble spot. I know that. It's just that it's closer to me than any other. And so whether that's in Turkey. And there was that boy that was in Turkey who was taken out, young boy, um, under the rubble. He was there for 21 days, I think. And somebody said to him, how did you survive? And his answer was, because he must have gone unconscious many times, the answer was that every time he woke up, there was a shining man there giving him food. Um, I don't know quite how that works, but there are many, many ways of providing help. And um, so it's just an example of the fact that there is something every one of us can do on this planet. 
in our own way. We don't have to be the film star or the the rock idol or the famous politician or whatever. We can do something in our own little life. Maybe our mission was to be a beautiful grandmother. Maybe it's to be someone who annoys everybody and wakes them up. <laughs> there are a thousand ways that we can be a part of this massive jigsaw called life. And when we're feeling down, when we're feeling like we don't fit, that's probably your function. And I, I have to admit to probably most of my life waking up and feeling like I don't fit in this world. It, I don't know, it's, it's like the stork flew over and was meant to land here, but it, it got lost and landed in some, and I was dropped in the wrong planet, the wrong something. I just find it really hard to fit. And um, I'm sure a lot of other people do. And all we can do is do what we do. Get up each morning. Um, well, I, if you like, ask God, ask my inner, what can I do today? What can I do tomorrow? And each day. And if you're feeling like you don't fit, then probably you do. And it may be that you're ahead of your time. But I would suggest you just stop and listen to that inner voice, that intuition, that gut feeling, that ever-present, silent voice for God that always speaks second, always speaks quieter than the ego. The ego always goes, and the ego will be the one saying, oh, you don't fit and you, you know, there's no point in you being here. And the ego always speaks first and speaks loudest. Let it go. Thank you. Now, I'll listen to the quiet one. There will be something you can do. If you're feeling really lost, if you're feeling like you don't fit, not everybody else is out there doing stuff. And social media is probably the worst thing. Uh, but of course, you know, particularly women's magazines are telling women, particularly young women, what they should look like and what they should do and how they should act and how they should talk. And, and there's, there's equal pressures for men as well. But if you don't fit any of that, then probably you have maybe a, a higher purpose. Although I don't think anyone has a higher purpose. We're all equal. But a higher purpose than what you think you have. So just stop and listen. And even, you know, we what was that guy Terry who lost both legs and then he ran across America and raised millions of dollars for cancer? So people without legs can do stuff. People who are disabled in some way. Maybe they're here to wake us up. Maybe they're here to inspire us. Maybe they're here to arouse compassion in us. And sick people, all, all of us, we have a reason for being here. And that's it. So I simply offer your intuition back to you. I offer spirit, the voice for God, back to you to listen to and take one step today. And then take one step 
tomorrow. One by one those steps will add up and the world will be a better place for you being here. So I thank you and I bless you and all who sail in her.